Welcome to the What's Your Drive podcast, where we talk all things Hirschbach and the trucking industry. Join us each week as we talk about news, safety, industry topics, tips and tricks, and more. And now your host, Bianca Sanchez. Welcome back to the What's Your Drive podcast. And I know I say this every time we open that I'm so excited for this episode, but really I am so excited for this episode. Uh, In the house today, we have Josiah Henry, also known as Wildbeard. And so give him a warm round of applause. And if I had a clapping machine, I'd do it. So (laughs) (laughs) he's here in the studio today. So welcome, Josiah. Sun's out, guns out, baby. You know what it is. <laughs> and you got to add coyote call. Ow! Coyote call, baby! <laughs> now, before we go any further, I do have to ask. This has been pressing on my brain like all morning. All right. Where did coyote call originate from? You know, uh, I think it was just like, um, I was just like, just acting stupid in one video. And um, I was just like, I just randomly said that. Sometimes I just say like random things and like it comes <laughs> like just weird random things that come to my head and I do that. And then uh, it just kind of formulated into like a signature for the videos, you know? So, oh my gosh. Yeah, it's yeah. fantastic. Every time I watch one of your videos, I crack up. Like people probably think I'm nuts because I'm sitting there watching videos with my headphones in and I'm like, <laughs> Like every time you do the coyote call, it makes me crack up. Yeah. Oh, yay. Thanks so much for joining us here today. I'm excited you were able to swing by the office. Yeah, yeah. We've been, well, we've been talking about it for a while. Like we've been talking about doing it over the phone. And I was like, man, I just think in person would have like, would be a lot better. And then like the COVID hit and then like we just, it was just got kind of pushed out. And then I just got a load here with some time on it and it was just, it worked out perfectly. I'm really thankful you let me come on. It's been, it's been, it's been, Awesome. Getting to hang out for sure. Absolute fate. We, lo- we love it when drivers <laughs> stop by. We say this all the time, but it's even better when we get an opportunity to pull them in and talk to them and really pick their brains. Right. You know, that's yeah. what it's all about. Yay. All right. So Josiah, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, well, I, you know, um, I've been at Hirschbach for like right at a year and a half. Like it's coming up like right at a year and a half. And um, it's just been a journey. And I started OTR and switched over to Dedicated probably three months ago, three, four, somewhere around in there months ago. And um, it's just been, it's been an adventure. Um, I've been, you know, trucking for probably t- a total accumulative, probably three years. Okay. So I uh, mean, I mean half that career has been with Hirschbach. So uh, uh, it's not been a long career. So it doesn't, I mean, it sounds like half my career has been with Hirschbach. It sounds like a 20 year veteran or something, but you know, it's been, you know, I've just, uh, Hirschbach's been good and, and uh, you know, it's been, it's worked out well for me. And uh, that's what's, you know, if you find something that's jiving with it, just stick with it, you know? So that's what I've really done. So I cannot believe it's been a year and a half already. Like time really flies. I remember right after you started, you came by the Sioux City office mm-hmm. and Brad was here. Yeah. And <laughs> it was just like one of those days where it's like all like kismet, like just people are here and stuff going on everywhere. And I remember you being in here and I can't believe it's been a year and a half. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Time yeah. Really yeah. It's been fun. It's been fun. Oh, well, we're so glad you're part of the Hirschback family. Like, I I absolutely love meeting our drivers, but 
big personalities and people who are just putting <laughs> it out there and sharing yeah. all the good word. Like I, I can dig it. I love it. For sure. Thank you. So you and I chatted a little bit like prior to this, you know, we've been talking about doing the podcast and um, one of the things you brought up was how your life has changed since you've been here with the Hirschback as far as um, the way that you've disciplined yourself in your financial world. And I know that's a really important topic to a lot of drivers out there that it's something that some drivers struggle with because it is a business and you have to work it like a business. It's not just a job you show up and do eight to five. So, you know, share, share some of that experience with us. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I think for me and, and I've, where I came from, I, I I mean, I was like right before Hirschbach, I was, I went through, like, I just got separated from my ex-wife and I went through like a divorce and like, it was really, really dark. You know, it was, it was a really tough time for me. And before I came to Hirschbach and there, and the company I worked for, I was a company driver and, uh, you know, I was around $800 a week and it was, it, it was an okay company. It wasn't a bad company and I'm not going to talk down on them or anything of like course. that, you we know, but that, yeah. yeah, but I mean, it was just the pay just wasn't where I thought I wanted it to be. And so I just started looking at other companies and I was like, man, I need a shift in my life. I really need something that's going to bring me out of the dark place that I was in. And so Hirschbach came up and a friend of mine just, uh, just mentioned them to me about the lease purchase. Cause I was looking at a bunch of different lease purchase mm-hmm. uh, options and I, I came to Hirschbach and uh, financially, like, I was just like, man, I need I need to just shift my life uh, financially because I was just kind of going check to check, uh, mm-hmm. week to week, just kind of, you know, had an, I had a nice apartment. I had like, you know, just car payment and, and just debt and bills and all that stuff. And so I, I started listening to like a Dave Ramsey podcast and yeah. uh, like, I love that dude. He's hilarious and I laugh at him a lot. Uh, and I really started taking him serious. And then I listened to his audio book while I was on the road and he has like a seven, seven baby steps uh, on how to get for financial freedom. And so, uh, and, and combined with um, just really just really working hard with Hirschbach and uh, really taking it seriously. It took me three months to kind of get out of the company mentality and into the lease purchase mentality. And uh, that was a struggle in three months. And then after that, it just kind of clicked in, Mm -hmm. started just really optimizing my pay. I, I shut down my apartment and just kind of lived out on the road. And when I came home, I lived in a hotel room and I just started paying down debt over. And like, I would just, I, I attacked it like a, gazelle intensive is what the Dave Ramsey calls it. But like, uh, I just really went hard on it and just really paid off all my debt, like credit cards and cut them up after I paid them off and, um, uh, paid off my car loans, student loans, just everything. Don't owe a penny to anybody and just been saving money and completely debt free. And like Hirschbach really did help me get there. And I'm, I don't like, it's been hard work and just the opportunities that Hirschbach's given me, Mm -hmm. um, has just combined with, uh, the self-discipline aspect. And that's just been, that's been a real key factor in my life and really bringing me out of a dark place and, uh, set myself up for, for a better future for sure. And that's been awesome for me. Wow. That is that is phenomenal. Holy cow. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank Being you. Being debt free is an amazing <laughs> feat. So congratulations. Yeah, yeah, oh my gosh. Yeah. I, I know we, my husband and I, we went through and we paid off like everything. I think we have one 
credit card left and then our, our cars in our house. But all of the it, it feels superfluous so good, credit though. cards are gone. It's like, <laughs> but it's just like you pay one off and it's just like yeah. a celebration. Like yes. I would just celebrate by buying like something small on Amazon. You know what I mean? Just oh, to reward myself. Yeah. Like, hey, like That's smart. I've done something good. Like I'm going to reward myself. You know yeah. what I mean? I go out for like a nice steak dinner by myself. Like after I pay off another debt, you know? And so like it was, uh, it was like, um, you know, just kind of rewarding myself and, and, uh, really, it was really, I mean, it's just really hard to like spend money on money you've already spent kind of, you know what I mean? Like that's kind of what debt is. Um, but like just, uh, just, I I applaud anybody for, for like just paying their debt off and then like trying to really get, get somewhere, get back out of it. Cause a lot of, uh, a lot of people are in debt, like over their head, like just crazy. Absolutely. You know, and, um, it's, it's a hard thing to do. And it was, it was never fun, you know, but it was all like, after it was done, it was like, I felt so much better. Like it was just bringing me back up and, 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 and everything. So that was just really awesome in my life. That is. And I applaud you for sure. Like, you know, I mean, you and your husband, it's a team effort (laughs) for sure. It's a team effort. There ain't no doubts about that. We're getting there. We're getting there. (laughs) I did did laugh about the whole house thing. I was like, oh, then we're going to have this really big loan and house. But it's better than paying rent. So, you know, in the end, you have an investment. So, And it's an appreciating asset too. This is, look, you're so smart (laughs) talking about appreciation. (laughs) Yes. So that's a, that is a feat and that's fantastic. And I know, you know, it takes mental fortitude to get to that point in your life where you're ready to make that change and that get that motivation. And, and this is, I say this because I myself have just like recently like shifted all of my energy. I'm not happy with how I feel health wise. And so like mm-hmm. I'm getting up every morning, I'm working out, I'm tracking what I'm eating and I'm doing all of these things, sure. but it takes a big mental shift. And so I know that's something you had to do when it came to financial independence. So mm-hmm. talk a little bit about how you kind of shifted your your mindset, if you don't mind, like maybe give them some ideas on what it took to kind of get there. Yeah. Um, at first I, I think it really starts in the, in the mental shift. I think it really starts with getting tired of where you've been mm-hmm. and you just have to be like, I am so sick of everything. Like just like, I'm sick of like, uh, just owing people money and I'm sick of like the bank owning my car yes. and like, you know, like, uh, <laughs> you know, and, uh, just sick of living paycheck to paycheck and, uh, and then like, okay, you can, you can bitch and complain about it or you can do something about it. You know what Absolutely. I mean? And a lot of people are, 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 have finessed the complaining, <laughs> but they have completely, uh, neglected the action it takes to do something about it. And so like, you have to realize like, and have that mental thing, like mental realization, like I'm sick of this. Mm-hmm. And then like have the next mental shift, like I need to find out what to do about it to make my life better because this is affecting me. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And so like it, it you know, like the finances were one part of that life, uh, were one part of my life, a section of it that was a huge shift. And then like there were other shifts as well, uh, you know, but um, and then like, you know, I just started like uh, budgeting. Um, you know, when I'm on the road, I live on $250 a week. Now that's a lot of money to, uh, to, to some people or, or whatever. But like, you know, if you think, if you don't budget the $250, mm-hmm. like you end up spending 
yes. $600, like on the road. And it's really easy to do as a truck driver. So what I did was I, I set up like an online bank account that has a checking and a savings apart yeah. from my standard brick and mortar bank. And I call it my play account. And so I just spent, I just moved $250 over every week. Oh, and so like, smart. it was just kind of like, I'll put a hundred dollars in checking, mm-hmm. spend around a hundred dollars for the week for different food and just snacks and just different things on the road. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my savings account I have in there is $150. So I just kind of save that up. And for anything big that I want to buy, if I want to buy a new microphone, new camera, mm-hmm. new this, new that, like a new little toy after I've paid off all my debt, of course, of you know? Course, yeah. So, um, but like, it was just like, that's just kind of my spend account. And then everything else is just bills. And then like my main savings, you know what I mean? So yeah, I don't yeah. even touch it. Like all my bills come out automatically now. Yes. And so like, That's I don't even feature. touch it. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I don't even touch that. I don't even pull it out of my wallet. Like yeah. I leave it on my truck, my main debit card, I leave on my truck. I only have my one debit card uh, and- that's your budget. That's my budget for the week. And so like, it's just kind of like, I don't have it specifically down budgeted, Mm -hmm. but like, I think like when you have like a a semi higher income than just $600, $700, $800, like at a normal company driver job or something like that, like you can kind of just like, I'm not worried about it. Just let the bills come out and there it is. And so also I'm also a single dude, you know what I mean? I don't have a wife, I don't have kids. And so like that brings into a whole factor of things, um, you know, like what you, like what kind of like what you said, me and my husband are doing this. Right. And so like getting on the same page with your significant other, um, is a crucial part. Oh, absolutely. uh, You know, like (laughs) the financial thing, especially as a truck driver, cause you're just distance wise and far away. I mean, like you really have to work really closely, uh, with your significant other to, to make it happen, but it is doable. And I, and I've seen, and I've just really tried, like, that's like whenever truck drivers call me, man, and they're talking about pay and stuff and like, man, I just start bringing up options. What can we do? You know, what can Mm -hmm. we do to, uh, to make it, to, to make it better. And, um, you know, that looks at like that. I think that's part of like the Hirschbach, like, how are you running? What are you doing? What's your, what does your day look like? And also like, how do you spend your money? Yeah. You know what I mean? And so like you can spend, you can spend a thousand dollars in a truck stop in a week and it's easy to do, you know, it's really easy to do. It's overpriced. It's overpriced stuff. They've, they've marked it up 80%, 60%, you know, like it's, it's highway robbery. We all know it, but like, I think just really bringing it in and really pulling it in and being like, okay, I'm not going to buy 20 bags of potato chips today, you know, or whatever. And just like, you know, I think just really, uh, having that discipline and seeing that mm-hmm. like in that other account, like this is what I have and I can't spend any more. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like just having that discipline and like, I think learning how to do that and really, you know, the mental shift and then like really discipline, you know, that's really mental shift, discipline, like all those things are never fun, but it's oh, necessi- yeah. a necessity. Absolutely. I know. It's so hard sometimes to be like, oh, display. Yeah. yeah. I know on Amazon it has like buy with one click, you yes. know, like, ding, oh. like boom, it's on the way, you know? So yeah. I had to turn that feature off on mobile devices <laughs> and it's not just for me, but my kid gets on Amazon too. So I was like, absolutely no buy now. No buy now. <laughs> or that pay, pay with one feature click. down. I didn't even no. know you could do it. That's, oh, yes. that's awesome. You can set that, set that joke around. Yeah, settings, huh? Yeah, man, I probably, it's like Christmas at my house every time I go home. So I probably need to work on that. Yeah. Just like I have boxes, like even leftover boxes, like stacking up in my room. I'm just like, I probably need to like break these down and burn them or something, you know, but Uh, I know. Oh, well. 
I, I do. I'm not going to lie. I, I buy little t-shirts and little things here and there. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. They, the packages show up at the door and I think my husband's just like, what, 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 what is all of this? And I'm like, Oh, don't worry about it. It's just, <laughs> just a little stuff. But I, I'm really not, I'm not much of a spender. Um, and I've, I've taken to doing kind of like eating, uh, pretty healthy and, so I, I, you know, package up my food and I do like mm-hmm. the only thing I really spend at, like outside of grocery shopping is I, we have a local place here called Eat Fit Go and I go grab those little meals. They're like prepackaged and they're healthy and everything is good. And so it's my only spend for like outside food. I don't go out to eat very often. Uh, and I know that that's a big issue for drivers on the road is, with yeah. budget too. Do you do a lot of shopping and, and cooking on the truck or do you kind of like budget out what you're going to spend like based on where you're going? Like how do you work that? Yeah, it's, um, you know, I buy groceries every time before I leave. And, uh, you know, it's a lot harder for truck drivers to do that, especially if you stay out, you know, like eight weeks. You can't, I mean, it's really, really, really hard to have eight weeks of groceries on your truck. It's just very hard. And so like people are like, well, you know, there's truck parking at Walmart. Well, yeah, like there is, but then like Walmart's always like super busy. It's really hard to pull in there and navigate around like other cars and like all this other stuff. There's like these little land, like, flower tree things like <laughs> blocking the parking lot yeah. like and it's just like it's it's a hassle to pull into a Walmart it really is like and I don't think people realize like truck drivers just it's it's a little bit more difficult to stop at a Walmart than it is for a regular car just to buzz in there buzz back out you know yeah. and so um but yeah it's it's super important and and I do eat out and I and I will splurge like I try to eat out probably two to three times a week. And I mean, I'm not a great cook. Like it's beans and rice. I've got like a microwave. I have like microwavable rice. And so I got like little taco tortilla things that I like eat with cheese and like hot sauce. And I do like canned soup and um, just different stuff like that, you know, um, and it, and it, you know, and, and I, and I do work out. Like, I'm not like a, I'm not a buff dude. I think everybody that's ever watched one of my videos <laughs> knows that I'm not some bulk master over here. But like, I think for me, like where, where I came to a realization, like when it comes to like working out and stuff is just like, I was like dollying up a trailer and I was like running out of breath. Like yeah. I was like, <gasps> I'm just like, I'm just pulling the dolly legs up, you know? And so like, I was like, man, so I just kind of started like t- toning up a little bit. And you know, like when you change your diet, you start working out, like yeah. you may not see like big results or whatever, but like, I think for me, my energy level and just how I feel better. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and it just makes a huge difference. It takes some self-discipline, you know, like getting up early, like you were saying, like, it's never like, I'm not like a huge early morning guy, but it does. I'm not either. You know, (laughs) (laughs) you know, it's, uh, it, it always feels good after you do it. You know, it does. It does. I, uh, I am a night owl by nature. Like if I can like sleep till like 10 or 11 and stay up like super late, I'm so productive at night, but it doesn't work in the real world. Right. right? (laughs) So in the nine to five business world, (laughs) it it doesn't work. And then, you know, being a mom and all that, I don't have time in the evenings. Like I get off work and I'm tired. And so I get up like at six in the morning and every day, every day I like look at my alarm and I'm like, five more minutes. I'm like, no, if I don't get up right now, I'm not going to get it done. And so I get up and I, I get it done and I pretty much cuss the entire time I'm doing it. Right. And, right. You know, and then afterwards I'm like, yeah, I feel good. Yeah. I feel, good. <laughs> yeah. I feel good. But yeah, it's, it's tough. Like, and I know it's gotta be tough on the road. Um, just to get that movement in. Cause sometimes you're just like, yeah, I've been sitting in my truck all day. I don't want to get out. I don't want to walk around. It, it I don't is, it's do this. really, it's really weird because you finish a dry shift 
And then you'll see all of us truck drivers, we've all just pulled in and, you know, we're all pulling in at the same time or something. And we're all like just playing on our cell phones in the driver's seat, <laughs> you know, and we've been sitting yeah. there all freaking day, you know what I mean? And we're all still just sitting there playing on our cell phones, doing our own little thing. And it's just kind of like, why are we, we've been sitting here for like 11 hours today. Why are we still sitting here? You need that mental yeah. break. <laughs> like, and it's just kind of like, we're sitting there like doing our little thing. And then like everybody's like, we're all sitting in the driver's seat and then you'll see one of us get up and like go back to the back bunk. And then like, that's what we do. And I, and, I, and that comes like, for me, it comes like with having a dog. Like I, I yeah. take him out three times a day. Which is great. Yeah. And it just gets me out of the truck. Gets me out, my blood pumping like in the mornings, like first thing in the morning, I'm taking him out, walking mm-hmm. him. Um, that, that, that gets me up and out of the truck, like, you know, doing the pre-trip and all that kind of stuff. And then like, I got like a little, uh, you know, like a little, barbell doing my my lifts there just kind of getting like the blood pumping and it really that wakes me up a lot quicker than a cup of coffee now I do still have coffee and that keeps me awake but you know <laughs> that does like get my the the day started for me and yeah. it really does just kind of pump it up to to get me going and and uh yeah that makes a huge difference just having a dog you know just getting you out of the truck that's I have seen that touted over and over again about one of the benefits to having a pet on the truck is that it does force you to have to get out and go walk mm-hmm. and take care of them because they got to get out and go walk. So, mm-hmm. yeah. 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 Well, plus they're just, they're good little buddies. They are it, like having a <laughs> physical contact with yeah. something else that's living, you know, like, like this morning he got up and he like just curled up like right there on my chest. And <laughs> oh. I'm like, dude, you, you just quit it, road dog. You just <laughs> trying to play me like a deck of cards, bro. Dude just wanted a treat or something, man. <laughs> He just wanted some straight love. player, bro. <laughs> straight player, man. I don't know where he gets that from. But, oh, uh, <laughs> he's, can't imagine. I can't imagine. Dude, dude, is a, dude is an OG man. I love Joby the Road Dog, man. Dude's he's a good guy. So cute. I love seeing his pictures. Yeah. <laughs> so you mentioned. I'm going to circle back here. You mentioned uh, it took you like three months to kind of get the hang of the lease mentality. I'm going to make this a two part question because I also wanted to get back to one other thing. Sure. Um, first part. What attracted you to the Hirschback lease? Because I know you said you were looking at multiple ones. And then the second part, you know, I've heard you mention in videos before, like the learning curve. Like, and and I've said this to multiple people before as well. Like when you come on, there's a learning curve and you've mm-hmm. got to you've got to get adjusted and then you really start to see like the real gains. So can right. you kind of talk about both of those parts for us? Yeah. Um it, it was like a three month learning curve. Um, it was just an adjustment, you know, and, and, and another, the company mentality where you're just like, you do every load, you just, you don't look at the load, you just, you just take it because they gave it to you, you mm-hmm. don't think about it. Uh, it was, I was hauling dry van um, and different companies run different ways, you know, mm-hmm. um, at the previous company, they encouraged a 34 hour reset. Hirschbach, it's not that they discourage it, it's just kind of like, well, just run on recaps where the company before were like, take a 34, get back up after the 34, start running again. You know what I mean? Yep. So like yep. different companies schedule their freight in different ways. And so like, readjusting to that and readjusting to like hauling reefer instead of drive in. And then like, you know, and, and one of the things that I really thought was good, I mean, the sliding pay scale um, was, it was a little bit tricky to understand. And it's kind of like a a thing like, well, how, what's the average load? You know what I mean? So um, I just never really knew. And there wasn't a lot of information out there about it. Mm -hmm. Like people like 
when I looked on YouTube, there were like several dudes who had like done really good YouTube videos and, and stuff like that. But I really talking about the pay structure and like what that looked like and what it meant and what was the average load somebody had gotten and stuff. But for me, it was like, we're all making the same here. So if I'm only making this and this other dude over here is like getting paid the same that I'm getting paid and he's making like $500, $600 more than me on the week, like what's he doing that I'm not doing? Mm -hmm. And so finally it was actually Load Jockey that I ran into him. And so like we started talking and we actually like we were in – South Dakota, Sioux Falls, South Dakota together. We met up. I saw him in a fuel island. I was like, low jockey, bro, come over here, man. I gave him a big hug, dude. And like, he was like, he just like, he didn't know what to do, man. He was just like, what? And then like, uh, so we got, we actually like went out and grabbed a bite to eat together and like just talked that whole evening because it was like Easter weekend. And like, we had time on the loads and stuff like that for both of our loads. Mm -hmm. And we just kind of sat around like for a couple of days and just kind of talked and hung out and did different stuff and just, you know, just being bros. And, and, uh, he just gave me a lot of pointers, like just several different things that I could, I told him what I was doing. He's like, here's what you need to do. And so like just readjusting how I approach things like, Mm -hmm. um, from a dispatcher point of view, as well as a driver point of view and like receiving that criticism and being like, yeah, like I can definitely see that. You know what I mean? And like, Mm -hmm. I think that's just kind of being like, I don't know everything and I need to kind of readjust myself and what I'm doing on my end. You get what I'm saying? And so like, that's what made a difference because like, if he's making more money than me, I want to know what he's doing because I want to do what he's doing. You know what I'm saying? So like, uh, so like you can't just come in thinking I'm going to run the way I want to run. It's a, what do I need to do to, to change to do better. And uh, if you're not happy where you're at, you need to do something that, that, uh, and maybe Hirschbach's not, maybe Hirschbach doesn't work for everybody. Right. And that's okay too. Like, I don't, I don't look down on anybody who finds something better yeah, to absolutely. better themselves. And I don't, yeah. I, will, I will never look down on somebody who says, I need more home time to be with my family. And I oh, think that's yeah. an honorable yeah. thing for any truck driver to do. And I'll always respect that no matter what. Um, for me, like, I didn't have, like, I just, there was nothing in the way for me to be right. successful. You know, my dad, my dad told me another thing that kind of influenced the three month like slump and just mm-hmm. pushing through that was uh my dad was a uh, he's an awesome dude I love my dad dude's a freaking legend man but uh, <laughs> he uh, he told me I told him I was doing the lease purchase and he was like he's like Josiah you're gonna fail and you're gonna come asking me and your mom for money you're gonna spend all your money you're not gonna have any money left you're gonna come asking me and your mom for money. <laughs> And like, I was like, dad, have I ever asked you for money? And he's like, no, we didn't ask our parents either. I was like, there you go, man. You did a good job, bro. You're doing, you know, and, uh, you know, and for me, like I was pretty determined from that. I was like, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to make this work. I'm going to make it work. And I'm going to. I'm going to prove him wrong. You know, it's just that rebellious, <laughs> like, son thing, you know? But, like, but I'm, disclaimer, me and my dad are really good friends, and we talk multiple times a week. But, you know, like, yeah. it's just a, it was just kind of, like, determination, yeah. you know, to push. Was he using reverse psychology on you? No, he wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the first time he's ever told me I would fail. Uh, but, uh, yeah, he, he was, uh, you know, he's just, he's a, he's a good dude. And, like, I've brought it up to him since, and he's been like, I don't really remember saying that. I'm like, dude, you did, man. 
man. You said that, Brad. You said that, Dad. Uh, old Dad tries to sneak out of it, man. I'm trying to tell you, bro. Oh. Uh, as for like, uh, what was your other question? <laughs> totally uh, sidelined over totally, here. That, that was a trail. great story. It was fantastic. Alice, here we come. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, the other part of it was uh, the lead. What attracted you to... Hirschback's lease over others. I know you were looking at multiple companies when you came on here. So what was, what was it about Hirschback's lease that stood out to you? You know, it's a, it's a really hard go uh, to really say. I think, um, I just, uh, there were several things that I looked at. Number one, I, I, the previous company, um, the, they just had just shitty trailers, man. Like I was like fixing trailers like all the time, like, and like either like taking it into a Love's Pilot, Flying J, TA, yeah. Petro, like doing it, like having maintenance done to the trailer or like having to work on it myself, like, you know, electrical tape, uh, airline, you oh, know, like it was just yeah. like, it was like fix it till you can get it to where it needs to go and yeah. then take it to a Love's after you deliver a Love's. Like it was all sorts of like, uh, just different stuff, man. And I was just like, you know, I've spent, like I would hook up to one trailer and then like the ABS light would come on. Then I hook up to another trailer and then like <sighs> it would be something else would be. And these are like drive-in trailers, man. Like it's just a basic yeah. principle of a box with wheels on it, man, you know? And so <laughs> it was just, uh, it was always, and I was like, man, I, next company I go to, I am not going to be like fixing trailers because they don't pay me to do that. Like mm -hmm. I'm not going to be hauling trailers around, fixing them because I just don't get paid for that. And so um, that was the equipment was one thing I really looked at, um, mm -hmm. like just newer trailers, uh, nicer tractors and all that kind of stuff. It was just like that kind of combined with uh, just doing research and like, you know, talking to other drivers at the truck stop, like go up to one and be like, man, what's going on over at Hirschbuck, man? And so like the majority of drivers were pretty positive about it. You know, I mean, you know, I took everybody with a grain of salt, you know, usually truck drivers are pretty disgruntled group of people sometimes. <laughs> and so like, you know, uh, more companies than others, but uh, you know, it's just like some guys were just like super negative. Um, but the majority of them were pretty positive. Like, Hey, it's all right over here. You know, like I'm doing, I'm doing fine. And then they showed me their settlements and then I'd be like, okay, you know, and like, and that's the thing about truck drivers, I yeah. think, which is really funny. Like you can go into a truck stop, go up to any <laughs> truck driver and be like, dude, what do you make? What'd you make this week? And that. it's just like, boom, pulling up on his phone. It's like a ride of passage, you know, like this is the money I'm making, you know? And so like, it's a, it's just a truck driver thing, but I did a lot of that and just talking research, went to the website, uh, looked to the Facebook pages, um, just did different stuff to kind of analyze every company. And I was just kind of like, I, I, I like the vibe, kind of like that progressive uh, uh, vibe that Hirschbach mm -hmm. gave off. I was like really digging that, you know, like yeah. um, I just didn't want to be like, I like their mentality of like, uh, just kind of like what, you know, always up up updating and like kind of renewing kind of in a way, what do we got to do to, to, to be, to be on the edge, you know? And so like, I kind of liked, I kind of liked that was what like, the, that's the vibe I got when yeah, I was absolutely. looking yeah. and that was kind of like uh, appealing. And so I, I came over here and I'm, I'm really glad it did. Well, we're so glad you did too. It's a pleasure. Oh, quit it, Bianca. <laughs> quit it. Quit it. It's just a pleasure. <laughs> so I want to talk to you about, um, like your, your social media influence. Cause that's, that's important. Like what you're saying, you did research and you, you looked around, there's a lot of people who do that. They're doing their research or doing their homework. And I know that you are a, a popular presence on, especially on YouTube. Like, mm -hmm. you know, I hear your name pop up 
quite a bit. Oh, I saw Wildbeard, you know, and you, anytime we put a picture out there on social media and you're in it, they're like, whoa, Wildbeard, kind of, you know, and it's just, you know, it's fantastic. So in a, in a sense, in the trucking industry, you're an influencer. So tell us a little bit about how you kind of got into that world, why it's important to you. Like, does it give you some social connection with others on the road? Yeah, it's a, um, like it's a, uh, it's a privilege mm-hmm. and, uh, it's a responsibility, you know, um, it's, um, it's a, it's a hard thing because, uh, the privileges like, um, that I encounter are just meeting new people and just hearing people's stories and communicating with different people and learning from them. Um, I'm always learning and, um, and it's, it's experienced drivers, um, and then, like, I also, like, try to help out, like, new drivers coming in that are, like, this one guy hasn't even got a CDL. And I'm just, like, oh, wow. texting him advice, calling him on the phone. And I'm yeah. just really trying to help him uh, get in and get get his CDL and get going. And for me, that's a privilege, you know. And I, and I just kind of tell him, like, man, someday in your journey, you're going to be able to share something with me. And I'm hoping that this investment will in turn, like at some point will turn around and you'll be able to share wisdom with me, um, at your journey and what you've learned and the, and the, and what you've seen and your story. And so like, it's a, that's, that's the biggest privilege is meeting people and getting to know people and connecting with people. And I started my channel just to kind of show people what it was like out on the road. Um, just to literally just be, this is a hundred percent what it is. This is exactly what, how it is. And this is what happens and this is what goes wrong and this is what goes right. And this is the benefits and this is what sucks. And so, um, that's why I originally started the channel and it shifted a little bit. And I just, to be honest with you, like when I started the channel, I didn't think anybody was going to watch me act like an idiot and like, think it was awesome or cool or anything. Like I just thought people were just going to be like, this is a stupid kid. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and so like, it's kind of, it kind of has, evolved and it's not a, I don't have like a ton of subscribers. I wouldn't classify as like a huge channel or anything like that. I'm, uh, you know, on YouTube, they kind of know me as the Hirschbach guy. Like that's kind of like what I'm titled and that's what people like, if they do talk about me on other channels, that's usually what it, like the Hirschbach guy, like da, 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 da. Um, but, uh, you know, it's a, it's a privilege and the responsibility, uh, level of it is, is that people listen and, you know, they, they take it into effect. And so like, if I say something that can be detrimental, like it, right. it comes in and comes back around and, and, uh, you know, and I, t- and I take that seriously, you know, like, I, and I've tried to really watch what I say, how I say it. Um, not that I'm not trying to stay true to myself, but I'm trying to, uh, at the same time, not be a negative influence because yeah, there's absolutely. a lot of that out there in the trucking YouTube world. And I don't want to get like into that. I want to stay like, guys, like this has changed my life. Like, that's what I want people to show. Like, man, I've come a long way in the past two years. And I'm, and I, and I want to show people that, that like, you don't have to have like a, like a master's or a doctorate to come out here and do it. You don't have to have a four year. You just come in here and with a little bit of determination and some self-motivation, you can really like pull through and make something of your life. You know, I know people who have come out of poverty and really made up, made a way for themselves through here. And it doesn't matter uh, how old you are mm-hmm. or how young you are or uh, what color your skin is. It doesn't matter, man. You can get out here and make a new life for yourself and make, and, you know, uh, 
uh, in essence, just change your life totally uh, financially and just mentality wise and, and everything else. And so I, I met one guy, he had told me, he talked to me, he's like, I've been doing this for 30 years. And he's like, I did the lease purchase. And now I'm just back to a company driver. And I just, you know, I'm home every weekend. I've stayed out and did it. And you know, I was like, I was like, man, let me ask you something. I just did. I just want you to be a hundred percent real with me right now, dude. And I said, was it worth it? Everything, you know, he had three mm-hmm. kids and a wife. Like, was it worth it, dude? And he said, I was like, well, I'll tell you what. He's like, I put a roof over our heads, food on our table, and I sent three kids to college. Wow. I was like, I never had to ask anybody for nothing. He's like, and that means something to me. Absolutely. I was like, like, 100%, man, 100%. And I'll never forget that dude. Remember his name? Don't remember what he, whatever, man. He was just at some random truck stop. Just, I was just, I talked to everybody I can see, man. Just (laughs) sit there and talk to a a brick wall for two hours if you let me. But, yeah, you know, it's, uh, you know, he's just a good dude. And he was just 100% real with me. And just that whole positive mentality. I'm sure he could have been like, well, I had a kid do this. And I caught my kid with a pocket knife when he was in fifth grade at school. And like that, you know, like he could have gone into a whole bunch of stuff. And, but like, he was just so positive and was like, this is what I've done and I'm not, I'm not ashamed of it, you know, and uh, just keeping up his image and stuff uh, was, was, was kind of an eye opener for me. Yeah. Chucking can be a game changer for a lot of people. I mean, there's a lot of opportunity out here. So many different avenues. Yeah. So many different avenues that you can go down. Absolutely. Oh man. So this is my favorite, favorite time. I love to do open mic. So just whatever. Well, hey, no, I'm no, I'm if you got the skills, if you got the skills. That's, that's about as good as it gets right there on that, yeah. on that skill. I, I have like zero skills. I Nobody zero wants to skills hear me to, sing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. No. Yeah. All bad. Yeah. Uh, Same. Same. <laughs> so open mic in the sense that it, the floor is yours, sir. Whatever you would like to discuss. Talk about <clears throat> where's the chucking industry going. Oh, man. Open mic. Um Talk about whatever. <laughs> Bianca, I'd like to hear from you and uh, oh. what you think. Uh, what would you say the greatest pro to Hirschbach is and what would be a con, you would say? Like what would be like this is what from the office standpoint I feel like is really good and this is something that I feel like could use improvement. Oh, my goodness gracious. Put me on the spot here. I know. I know. I know. I asked the question. Unreal. Unreal. (laughs) Unreal. Well, in in all honesty, and I feel like I'm a broken record when I say this, um, but it's just because I truly believe in it. And and that's one of the things that I'm not a salesperson. Like, I'm terrible at sales. Like, if you give me an aptitude test, I always fail at sales. (laughs) But the one area I'm good at is like being able to talk about stuff I really believe in and, you know, things I can get behind. And so for me, one of the big pros to Hirschback is that we have a team of people running the company who really care. Mm -hmm. They genuinely care about the people within the company. Does that mean that they're sitting here every single day asking like, well, what's going on with this person? No. I mean, they have a company to run. And so, you know, they, they do get busy doing the things that they're doing, but when something happens, you know, they want to know the details. Like, you know, is that driver okay? You know, is their family okay? What can we do to help? You know, and that to me speaks volumes. Like we, you know, we've had situations where, you know, somebody's wife has passed and they needed to get home immediately or they were in the ICU Mm -hmm. and they needed to get home immediately. And we told that driver to just stop. We're sending the plane to you. We're going to pick you up. We're going to get you home. Like, Mm. you know, to me, like you don't hear that 
all the time. And for a company to have a president who genuinely cares is, is a big thing. I've worked at other companies where they don't treat you like that. And, mm-hmm. um, and, and that doesn't leave you feeling good. Like I love working for a company that has values and morals and, right, and right. that they stand behind those. And every decision they make, they're, they're truly making in the interest of, you know, the betterment of the company and hopefully it's for the betterment of the people within the company as right, well. Right. Um, con, Hopefully that was a good enough pro. That was good. That was, Uh, I'm impressed, Bianca. You're doing great. Con, cons, cons are hard. You know, I work in the marketing world and we don't like to talk about the cons. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think, I think it just, I think like the reason why I always bring up a con, because I think it makes it, it makes it it real real. because there's no perfect company and every company needs to improve in some areas. And I think like you working in the office brings a really great perspective to it, you know, and just makes things authentic. Absolutely. I mean, I, yeah, I don't like talking about the cons, but I will. So uh, I think every, like you said, no company is perfect and there's going to be people who, who can't fit with this company and we're not going to be good for them. Like, and that's, and that's okay. We own that. And and that's not a problem. Um, I think that communication, I mean, every company has communication can be improved, everyone. Right. And I think that that's something that we could do a better job at. You know, sometimes things roll out and everybody's so excited and it rolls out and, you know, <laughs> one side doesn't know what's going on and the other side doesn't know what's going on. And it's kind of like, whoa, 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 hold up, hold up. We got a little ahead of ourselves and we rolled this out. And I see that frequently, you know, like, yeah, you know, something comes out and then, it, it hits social media and then there's a trail of comments and they're like, well, I didn't know what, what I didn't right. get, a, I didn't get a note about yeah. that. Yeah. And so I think we're, we're making strides to improve that. Um, in a lot of ways, we still have a ways to go, but I think we're trying, we understand that that's an area we need to improve. Sure. And so yeah. we work really hard at it, but that's definitely something I think right. that we can right. get, yeah. we can get better at. And in, I think uh, overall, we're pretty aware of a lot of the areas where we need to improve. You know, I know mm-hmm. that they're looking at things like pay for the mm-hmm. drivers. Like, how do we, uh, you know, where do we need to improve those? You know, where, what levels do we need to be at? And, um, you know, loyalty incentives. You know, we rolled out that thirty thousand right. dollar yeah incentive, and a lot of people are like, "Well, what happens after the three years?" Well, we're that's something that's also in the pipe. We'll tell you in three years. <laughs> Absolutely. Because, you know, we we do want to make it so that if you're here for five years, you know, that should be worth something. Yeah. You know, you should be incentivized because you've been loyal to the company. So these are all things, you know, still in the pipe and. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. You work on. Yeah. Yeah. And that's awesome. Like, and I think like, I think like, just like I said, like bringing that into like the authenticity of like the podcast and like what we're talking about. Like, mm-hmm. I think that just brings like authenticity. Like they're not just trying to like BS around on no. two microphones. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like they're actually like, we're talking about real stuff, you know, that stuff that matters. Yeah. And, and uh, I think it's for me, like just hearing you say that it makes me feel good that like Hirschbach says like, these are areas we need to improve in. Like, what are we putting in the tank to like for ideas? You know what I mean? Like what, what are we doing? And I think that like, that's just always a good sign of, of a good company. And I think one of the things like, you know, some trucking companies, they want to stay in the past. And mm-hmm. I think Hirschbach wants to move towards the future. Um, and, uh, for the drivers and for like everybody and, and, uh, making that, um, 
just a, a better overall company and pressing forward and not looking backwards, but pressing forward. So I know we, we, I say that jokingly a lot about if there's one thing you can count on is that we're going to change. Right. You know? <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. but it, it's, it's a really big positive to me because mm-hmm. we're not scared to change. Like some companies are, like you said, they're just kind of like, Oh, but we've always done it this way. Yeah. Yeah. That is not a phrase that goes over well at her. When somebody asks me like, well, why are we doing it like that? And I'm like, oh, we've always, I don't like saying we've always done it this way because it's like the wrong answer. Right, right, right. Yeah. Every time. So it's, we're not scared to change. And I I really appreciate that about this company. Yeah. Same here. Same here. So anything else? These microphones are really cool. Just wanted to say that. <laughs> I love these <laughs> microphones. I, I I feel like a little kid when I get to come in here and I'm like, I have my little setup and yeah. hopefully, I, I know Josiah is filming some of this too. Hopefully you'll get to see some of the setup. It's not a professional studio, but I get very excited about it's my professional equipment. professional to me. I love it. It's just, it's cool, cool microphones, man. Yeah. I'm good. All right. I just want to say thank you so much for taking the time and being on the podcast. You know, I really appreciate you coming in here and talking and just, you know, laying it out there and giving us the truth from Josiah's world. I appreciate it. Sure, sure. Thanks for letting me come on. Seriously. Like we said, we've been talking about it for a while. It's just awesome to get to finally come in in person and, and, and get it done for sure. Absolutely. We need to do this again. This has been fantastic. I love it. I love having somebody in here with me. So I'm not just like talking to my screen. (laughs) All right. Well, thanks again, Josiah. And you have a great rest of your day. You too. Thanks for listening to the What's Your Drive podcast. We'd sure appreciate it if you subscribe or share the podcast with a friend. Leave us a review. And if you'd like to see more, stop by our website at whatsyourdrive-podcast.com. While you're there, leave us some feedback on the show and share your future topic ideas. Roll safe, everyone.